Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Watermark Students Podcast. If you don't recognize my voice, I'm not Will. And I'm not Jermaine. This is actually Reed Towns, uh, our student care coordinator here at Watermark. Uh, and I have been handed the reins of the Watermark Students Podcast for the first time and quite possibly the last time. We'll see how <laughs> no, this you goes today. Yeah, we'll see how it goes today. But I am joined uh, in the podcast studio for a very special episode um, by uh, my office mate and uh I don't know what else to describe you guys, Hank. This is, I'm joined by Hank Hoagland. Hank, uh, introduce yourself and say hi to the people. We're so much more than that, Reed. We are. Office mates. I just, we're also neighbors. And friends. We live 25 feet away from each other. That's right. We're neighbors. Really? We live pretty close together. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes, I just jumped on staff a month ago. I'm the student's programs coordinator. So maybe you'll see me on stage doing games at Shoreline if you go. I hope you do. That's right. Uh, I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Baylor University, and That's good. I always say this, I love spaghetti. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Hank, Hank is very gifted. Uh, the reason we asked Hank to come, too, is Hank is incredibly gifted uh, with having fun. And if you looked at the title of this podcast, we are talking about having fun uh, today as a Christian. Also joining us today, our very special student guest, Ooh. Jackson Berry. Jackson Berry is a senior at J.J. Pierce High School. J.J., uh, not J.J., Jackson, uh, J.B., introduce yourself, uh, say hi to the people, uh, and tell us about yourself. Uh, my name is uh, Jackson. I go by uh, J.B. I'm a dancer and a swimmer. <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean by that, dancer? I, I dance, I'm like country western. I, I actually got to go to uh, the um, pep rally and see them do this dance. It's incredibly really? impressive. It's like square, country square dancing with a partner, Throwing people up in the air. JB actually picked someone up with two hands or one hand? Two hands. Two hands. No way. Yeah. Wow. Pretty Pre- epic. Pretty Which impressive. Can you bench, man. <laughs> uh, it was more of a shoulder press. This podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, so usually we start these podcasts off. If you've been following along, we started off by a game that we like to call Keep My Pastor Relevant, where <laughs> students introduce us to um, phrases um, used in lingo today, uh, and usually Jermaine uh, is trying to guess kind of what those mean. But uh, Hank and I are pretty well-versed. We know everything. So what we're going to do today (laughs) is we're going to flip the script, and we're going to play a game we like to call Keep Our Students Knowledgeable of the Past. That's you, Jackson. Okay. (laughs) So, Jackson, this this game is for you. What I have here (laughs) is I have 16 catchphrases from commercials in the early 2000s. So oh history God. lesson for you, Gen Zers, is uh, we used to watch more commercials back in the day before they got rid of commercials. Now I feel like there's no commercials anymore. No That's one, true. No one even sees commercials because of YouTube TV and all the other ways that you can watch things online and things on TV. So you rarely see commercials anymore, but back in our day, JB, we knew commercials. Okay. And so I think if I'd guess, if there's millennials listening to this, that they would know probably almost, if not all of these 
commercial slogans. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to test you. I tested Hank earlier. He's technically Gen Z. <laughs> I did terrible. <laughs> he did really bad. I don't like your I'm odds. Gonna do bad too. Uh, I don't oh. I don't like your odds on this one, but we're going to we're going to put you to the test anyways. Are you ready? Yeah. Was, before he starts, would you consider us old people? I think Reed's pretty old. Hey, thanks. I received that. I mean, that. he's only two years older than be, me. I'm about to be 28. <laughs> yeah, he's he's old. He's married too now. That's right. Big man. That's right. <laughs> That's, that is right. Shout out to JC Towns. All right. Uh, number one, JB, uh, the phrase is, you can do it, we can help. Bro. It's Walmart. That's Home Depot. But <laughs> <close>. <laughs> All right. I love the confidence. Keep it up. The next one, the best part of waking up is blank in your cup. There's a, this is a, this one, this is a musical one, so I'll sing it for you. The best part of waking up is, is drinking from your cup. Nope. <laughs> it's the cup brand. It's Folgers. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. That's all right. We'll give you another one. Um, good to the last drop. I can already tell by your face that you're not going to get this one. Fortnite. Maxwell Hoff. Fortnite. Coffee. <laughs> All right. We got a snack brand here. Uh, snap into a blank blank. Uh, snap into a... Slim Jim. You were close. All right. The next one. <laughs> Doesn't make that much sense. Uh, Dude, these, I have never heard any of Hey, these. it's okay. You know the brands. These are the early 2000s. The next one is Think Different. You have this product. You do. Think Different. Built different. You don't have that product. It's actually, it's <laughs> Apple. It's your phone that you have right in front of you. Oh. Uh, there you see that. This one, you may actually get these. These ones, they still actually have these. You just don't see them as much. Uh, the best a man can get. Uh, Gillette. It, dude, I, I don't know so what good. Gillette is. <laughs> <laughs> you use deodorant? Yeah. All right. You sure? Old think spice. of deodorant <laughs> you think of um, You're in good hands. Home Depot. Allstate. Ah. <laughs> um, here's another one. Where's the beef? This is a very popular one. Dude, I have no clue. <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> what? I bet, Hank, earlier that you were going to get three of these, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen anymore. <laughs> How many did you get? I got four. He got four. <laughs> uh, the ultimate driving machine. Toyota. BMW. Good try. <laughs> uh, break me off a piece of that. Kit Kat. There you go. I didn't get that. We got one. He is on the board. That ah. is incredible. I think you can get this one too. Eat fresh. Oh, I was, oh come on. I really thought he was going to get this Eat one. Fresh. People are kicking it themselves. It is starting at home to phase listening. out. It's not as cool. There's other places that are getting cooler, such as Jersey Mike's, or I uh, can't think of any others. <laughs> He's trying to give you some good hits. Oh, uh, Eat fresh at Subway. Nice. <laughs> He's on the board with two. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see another one. More bars in more places. That's um, Hershey's. <laughs> nope, it's Singular Wireless. It's a. Uh, would have made sense. It's now owned by AT and T. Oh, it's so a. Uh, it's uh, a phone company. It. Here's another phone company, though. Can you hear me now? Apple. Verizon. <laughs> 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 and then last one. Uh, we'll leave it with this. I don't think you're gonna get it, but don't leave home without it. 
your keys. American Express. <laughs> you think, you two, cannot put that in there. Two out of 16. He is really close, uh, and that went about as well as I thought it was going to go. Uh, I, love how, I love how you thought that cups and keys would have their own commercial like, <laughs> without a brand. I had no clue, dude. Well, JB, uh, you proved our point. Um, there are no commercials anymore, but we appreciate you trying your best on those. You know, I tried my hardest. You were honestly pretty close on top of it. Well, JB, let's get into it. We asked you to come here. Today we're talking about uh, is being a Christian fun? I think um, the reason we talked, we wanted to talk about this topic today, it's very easy, I think, for the culture uh, to hear negative things about Christianity or have negative perspectives on Christianity and think that um, Christianity is a set of rules that robs people of of kind of their free will or their mm-hmm. own freedom and and so what I want to talk today about is is really what Hank and I's job is a lot at Watermark is getting to have fun um, as believers, where we come together on Shoreline or D-Town or Hideaway, uh, and we have a great time, and we have a blast. And so what we're talking about today is, is having fun specifically. JB, will you um, kind of help talk to us about the relevance of, of this topic and, and why you feel like it's important uh, and what can be some of the misconceptions as well uh, on having fun and as believers? Yeah. Um, well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. A lot of people think and hear things about Christianity and assume like, oh, dude, being a Christian, like that sucks. Like you just got to like be perfect all the time. And like, that's just not, that's just not right. Um, mm. um, we're, we're called as Christians to be joyful and um, spread our joy to others. And um, like, ways that I have fun is like, I just hang out with my friends and like I have community with them and I find joy in like almost everything I do, like sitting down and just talking to them. Um, like I think when it comes to joy, it's, you got to kind of put in the work to find joy. I think people like assume that like, like joy is just going to come to them. Like you kind of have to like, in a way work for it. Um, and especially like with being a Christian, like I find joy in like doing community group every like week and like talking to my friends um, about like how their life's been and how like God's impacted them lately and how they've like fallen short. Um, Which like, which sounds so weird, but like me, like as a Christian, like I find so much joy in like growing bonds with my friends because in growing those bonds help like us outside of community have so much fun because we can find so many ways to, um, fill ourselves with like just entertainment and joy. Like we'll like, you know, we hang out, like play video games, we play sports. We'll, we'll mess around with each other and like just do all type. We'll make like random videos all the time. Like yeah. that stuff is just so fun That's for awesome. me. That's awesome. Friends. Hank, your thoughts on the topic um, quickly on, on what does it mean to be uh, a Christian and have fun? Yeah. I think when people say that they basically are thinking that the only way for you to, enjoy life as if you're able to do whatever you want, whenever you want. And so they think that Christianity uh, takes away your ability to do exactly what you want when you want. And Mm -hmm. so there's no possible way to have fun. Um, First off, life and the goal of life is not to just have fun. Um, But also I would say fullness of joy is found in a relationship with God Mm. who built us and designed us and knows how to one, if we follow his commandments, it's, it says it's healing to our bones. It's healing to every part of us. And so as I've found my relationship increase with God, I've found that 
everything, like you said, starts to become enjoyable. Mm. Um, and you're able to even find joy in really hard things as well, which I believe yeah. an unbeliever could not have that experience. Absolutely. There is a, there is a freedom in following Christ that when we follow Christ and, and become slaves to Christ, um, we can hear that. And it's very easy to hear that of, oh, it's a, it's, it's a prison. It's mm-hmm. a set of rules. It's, it's things you have to do. Like you said, JB, of you have to be perfect. You have to yeah. do this. And what it is, is it's, it's freedom. It, Galatians 5, 1 says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit to the yoke of slavery, the slavery of the world that the world promises all these things. It promises joy. It promises uh, life, really, um, in its essence. And, and, and what it does is it, it actually is uh, slavery. Um, and it's us, yeah. we're slave to sin. And so, um, JB, I want to go back to something you talked about earlier. Um, you talked about your friends. Um, and, and one of the things I've, I've gotten to see in you is, man, you have, uh, really cultivated and built a, a group of friends, uh, that are getting to do something really cool. We, you know, you hear a lot about community groups, mm-hmm. um, for people that are adults or out of college or even in college, but man, what, something that's cool about you and your friend group is, is that you guys have created your own, um, community group. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys meet weekly. Is that right? Yeah. Every Wednesday, every Wednesday. Uh, Moses. and so, man, I think it's, 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 it's cool. So I, I really want, I want to talk to you about that and just kind of ask the question of, man, what role, uh, does community play, um, into joy and mm-hmm. fun? Well, I mean, this has been the same friend group that like we've been friends since elementary. Mm-hmm. So like, and we all, um, all of our, uh, parents are all Christians and we're all, we've all been brought up as Christians. And, um, you know, when you're all together, like growing up, we kind of all just like, we didn't fully understand what walking with the Lord was like. And I think we just kind of like, we like knew what was wrong for us. And so we were like, oh, we're going to save away from this stuff. But like, but the things we were doing also were not like honoring mm. each other. I think. And, um, like we would grow up and like, we just make fun of each other all the time. And like, that's what we've perceived was fun. And we were like, all right, this is how we're having fun. We're not as bad as these other people, Mm. but really all sin is the same. And we're all, we're like doing, you know, just as bad as other people. Um, and growing up, I think like going into high school and our junior year towards the end, we were like, Hey, let's, we were in a small group and, um, we were really wanting to do a community group because they always talked about it. So we started a community group. Um, and at first we kind of were like, some of us thought it wasn't going to last long. They're like, oh, it's going to last two weeks and then yeah. we won't, we're just going to mess around the whole time. Um, it turned out to work really well. Like, I think we've never, like we've opened up, like we'll open up before when we'd hang out, but it was like, wasn't stuff that was like about our relationship with Christ. It was always mm-hmm. about like, you know, like random stuff like girls or whatnot like who we liked, but like, it was never like anything that was like fully honoring the Lord. Mm. Um, and so with our community group, we were able to meet every Wednesday, we would read, um, a passage of scripture and we would talk about, uh, we'd break it down. We talk about that. And then together we would, we all go around and there's, we have three questions which how we have fed our flesh, fed our soul and fed into others. Mm. And we'll all talk about that. And usually like, the first time we did it, it may be like that whole like rotation of all of us talking about that was maybe 20 minutes. Now it's like, like an hour, 30 minutes. That's awesome. Because it's so good. We can come and like everything that we say 
we're helped from each other. Mm-hmm. Like we're able to help each other out. And once, yeah, with, you know, how is being a Christian fun? Like, I think like finding joy in the Lord is, it, it's epic. It's incredible. Like, um, I just find so much joy yeah. in that. And from that, it's just been great. And like, I love doing community group. It's incredible. Hank, what did you say? Yeah. So what role does community play in joy and fun? Uh, for me, I think one, all people like to share in things. And so an example today is that we had, we got a ping that there was this free, what was it? Chick-fil-A. Free Chick-fil-A. And me and Reed, whenever we hear that there's free food, we get up and we run to it as fast as we can. I think we're the only ones that run in the office here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're so excited. It's not even that we're like that hungry, but it's just fun to like share in the experience mm-hmm. together with friends. I think that's part of the joy of community, but also um, there's nothing worse than being, I remember in high school feeling like I was in slavery when I was with my friends because I felt like I had to be a certain way, say certain things, wear certain things. Mm. I couldn't speak up if I was, didn't have something perfectly funny to say. Otherwise they would chirp back at me and I would feel, I'd get made fun of, you Mm -hmm. know, like that's not joyful at all to feel like you have to be a robot in every circumstance to not make a mistake. Mm. And so community, godly community, people who know the fullness of you and your sin and accept you, Mm -hmm. uh, and call you higher to biblical standards and treat you with dignity where mm-hmm. you can literally say anything and uh, feel um, accepted. Uh, this is a community that like I found so much joy in through, through the years and uh, biblical godly community is the, I think the only way to fully experience mm-hmm. the joy of friendship um, mm-hmm. because you're, you don't have the chains on you that you do around people who are yeah. roasting you all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. It makes everything fun. Absolutely. I think some of my best and my my greatest memories from college are uh from getting to do fun things with my friends. I think one of the one of the examples I can give you is um we used to do this thing um on the campus of Dallas Baptist University, go Pats. Um <laughs> we used to take on the campus the campus is this one big um pretty much hill. Um and the whole campus is on the top of the hill. And there's some other housing at the bottom of the hill, uh, but there's a storm drain that goes um, from the basically the sides of the road on the top of the hill all the way down to this creek at the bottom of the hill. And what we would do is we would get skateboards and we would go uh, starting at the bottom of the hill and and lay on our backs and scoot all the way up the hill in the in the storm drain, and then we would basically luge down. <laughs> Uh, these that's genius concrete. There's it was a dumb idea, but it we would lose down these concrete storm drains, um, on these skateboards, and it was it was so fun, not because it was like safe, but it was fun because <laughs> we were together. We had a group of mm-hmm. friends. It was a blast to get to hang out with each other. Um, and then Hank, to your point, what you were saying about being fully known and then fully loved. Um, I think that's one of the the greatest parts about community. I know for me, the biggest example of that I can think of in my life is my wife. Um, is that JC knows me um, better than anybody, sometimes better than myself, sometimes. Yeah, um, I can see that. <laughs> and and I, uh, there's so much freedom for me to be myself and that alone 
uh, for me to get to be myself around her uh, just opens up so much joy uh, to laugh, to joke, to be myself, yep. um, to be goofy, um, and to not feel, like you said, the the weight of um, being worried what everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. Performance. Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, speaking of that performance, uh, specifically, I want to talk about, we didn't talk about this before, but I want to talk about... Um, just the idea of comparison, that comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's easy for a lot of people, maybe even someone listening to this podcast of thinking, uh, well, JB has joy. He has a lot of fun. Hank has a lot of fun. Maybe even Reed has some fun. Um, but man, I just can't find joy or fun in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and people can easily constantly compare themselves to others in that I want to have what I want to have the joy that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, JB, what would you say and how would you counsel that person um, that is comparing their own joy um, to the joys of those around them? Yeah. Well, I used to compare myself all the time. Like that's like, and that's like still like a struggle for me. Like I think a lot of people struggle with that. Like they want to be, oh, I wish like, I wish this guy, like he seems like he has everything, like all this stuff. And like, really it's like, you got to just like, Accept who you are and just be yourself. Because if you are trying your whole life to be someone else, someone you're not, you're never gonna, you're never gonna be happy. You're never gonna be filled with happiness. And being yourself, and if you you will find from being yourself, you will find people who will want to connect with you and want to like pretty much love on you and just make connections, and it will make you like feel so much better. And when you're like comparing yourself, you're just building all this stuff on your like self it's like you're carrying all this weight of like oh well I gotta do this thing I gotta do this thing and this thing and really it's just like no you don't dude Mm -hmm. just relax dude be yourself if people are gonna if I'm not gonna accept you then dude find people who will like there will always be people who will accept you and people are all will also are also struggling with the same thing like they're also gonna want to try to be someone else. But once you start acting like yourself, other people will start following you. And then everything you do with that person or those group of people will just be, if, I mean, if you make it, you will have, you will have so much fun. The real you. I think one thing, cause both of us mean the same thing in that when we say accept you, uh, I, that means like my personality and who I am, but it doesn't entail accepting sin in, in us. And so if there's something that doesn't align in our character with the character of God, uh, a good friend wouldn't accept that. They would turn us towards scripture and help us move in the direction of wisdom. But I would say for comparison, there's just so many things right in our face saying, you, like you were saying, you need to do this. Otherwise, you're not going to be popular. If you're not doing this, then you're nothing. If you don't own these clothes, it's always in front of our face on TikTok, on social media. Um, and it's, those are cheap things. Uh, It's cheap joy. It's quick. It's, uh, true satisfaction. Again, we have to keep pointing back is found in intimate relationship with God. Mm. Um, and you have to trust God that he, again, is not trying to rob you. Mm -hmm. Um, give your heart to him the greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Uh, when you love the Lord with all of your heart, that is basically just fully giving yourself to him with no secondary other things. And so 
the man who's the most joyful is the man who's giving his whole heart to God. Hmm. Um, and so we can compare to all these other people, but uh, that's the person who's most joyful, case closed, and you don't have to look into the matter any further. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man, I love it. That's good. That's a good word. Um, last question, kind of before we go into just some closing encouragements and things like that, I want to specifically talk about, um, I think it's, it can be easy um, to talk so much about joy and to talk about fun um, and kind of forget um, that there's pain um, and there is sorrow and there are a lot of people um, that even maybe listening to this podcast um, that are hurting um, and that have real uh, feelings um, of pain and sorrow um, with that. And there's a balance in that of, of kind of, it's not, joy is not just ignoring our sorrow and joy is not um, just covering our sadness with happy things or um, kind of numbing the pain. Uh, there's a lot of sin that can come um, when we're just trying to numb the pain. But JB, I, I want to shoot it to you first. How would you talk about um, even just the balance and not the balance, but um, those two topics of joy uh, and suffering of, of as a believer in Christ? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to suffer all your life. Like there's always, the devil's always going to throw things at you that might not go your way. And there's going to be so many temptations with pretty much everything. Um, And with that, I think you're able to, as a believer, you're able to build yourself up um, with, you know, reading your Bible, um, learning more about the Lord. You're you're building yourself up with um, ways to not, you're able to counter that. But that's still, that sin's still going to come in. It's just the way you handle that. When you don't find that relationship with Christ and when you're like struggling to like understand um, where his joy comes from, you will, when like something hard comes, there's nothing and you don't have like the Lord in your life. There's nothing that you can fall on, which makes it so much harder. But like for me, when like, when I'm just full of just like grief and shame and I can always go back to the Lord. And I can, I can have a conversation with him. I can pray and just, Hey, this is what's on my heart. This is how I'm feeling. There's, you know, what I said earlier, there's community. You can always tell your community and there's joy from that because you're letting, you're releasing all that that's inside of you. And it makes you feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, and reading scripture too. Um, I just read through Ephesians. You can, you find so much relief and so much, you feel so much joy from just reading about, his love for us, which is just so important. Absolutely. Yeah. So joy in suffering, suffering is going to be here for good. It's called the present evil age right now. You said Satan will continue to tempt us to the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one thing that I think is a skill to get joy from, like it's actually a skill that you have to work at to, to get joy from it in the middle of hard things is to think about heaven and to think about your future salvation. Christ is going to come back and uh, take you to a place where there's no suffering, pain, hardship in any way, no sin. All relationships will be perfect and full of love and joy. And we're meant to get joy from that right now. We're supposed to set our hope entirely on that. And so if you have not taken time to learn that skill of letting that truth sit and sink in and affect you, uh, then it's going to be hard to find joy in hardship because 
earth will continue to be hard. So we have to set our joy on something that's coming after it. Absolutely. I can, good. I can give an example real quick. Go ahead. Just like, please. Yeah. Um, recently, uh, what was it? It was end of my junior year. I got in a wreck and I remember I got in that wreck and I wasn't, I wasn't mad and I know I should have been. And I just was like, all right, Lord, like you're testing me and I'm not going to, I'm not going to let myself fall um, and crumble. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to rely on you, Lord. And um, I, yeah, I just like, wasn't, I wasn't too down about that. Like, I mean, yeah, it sucks. I got to pay like, all my money goes to that car, but mm-hmm. like, I wasn't, I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset at the Lord. I wasn't upset at myself. I was just like, all right, like stuff happens and you're always going to test me, but I'm always going to fall back on um, you, Lord. That's awesome. There's a lot of Great. times in our lives that we feel the need for God and that need is a gift that if dependence on the Lord, it's one of my friends from uh, camps used to say this, that if, um, if, dependence on the, if dependence is the goal, then our weakness is an uh, advantage. That it is good for us to need God because it pulls us to Him all the time. And so, man, I think it's, that's fun. Closing thoughts uh, from each of us. I would love um, just as we close out here today. Uh, I think, um, JB, what's a verse um, that you would share uh, with students that are um, seeking joy, seeking fun? Um, what does it mean to be have fun um, as a Christian? Yeah, um, a verse I have is Psalms uh, thirty-two, eleven. It's be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous. Shout for joy, all you up, upright in heart. Just be grateful. Um, just be joyful all the time. Like stuff's not ever gonna go. Like not well, it, it'll never go our <laughs> way. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like things won't go our way, and just just accept that that's just life. And like the Lord's, He loves us, and like we're gonna be tested. But that's like we can always fall back on him and like me knowing that fills me with more joy. Like I feel so much, like I feel safe Mm. because I know that no matter what, I'm always being looked upon. I'm always constantly being loved by the Lord. That's awesome. Hank, closing thoughts. Yep. Following the Lord is the best. There's nothing even close. (laughs) The one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. First Peter 3, 10, 13, the one who desires to love life and see good days basically needs to obey the Lord. It's mm. uh, a beautiful verse that I go back to. Uh, it is the most fun to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Case closed again, I say that <laughs> twice. <laughs> Absolutely. I think yeah. the the big verse uh, that I go back to every time on this one is just First uh, Timothy uh, six uh, seventeen and eighteen and nineteen. It just says, it's talking about talking specifically to the rich um, that are seeking uh, the pleasures of the world um, and the security of really riches. And it, what he says is, he says, as for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future. And this is the best part. This is the part I love and am constantly reminded and, and need to be reminded of this. But he says, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. Mm. 
And man, mm. true life, real life comes from the creator of life himself. Case closed again, Hank. <laughs> I love it. Uh, awesome. Well, JB, dude, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for jumping out of school. Uh, you're not skipping school for this. No. Um, but you got some homework to do later tonight? You have some homework. Hey, good, man. I love it. Well, everybody, thank you so much uh, for coming. I, I, last thing we're going to do uh, is just pray, um, and then we'll get out of here. So let me pray, um, and we'll bounce. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for joy. Lord, thank you for the gift that you've given us in our lives um, as we uh, are living this life, um, Lord, that we would seek you in everything that we do, that we know that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Uh, coming down from you, uh, the father of everything and the creator of life. Lord, we love you and we thank you. I pray that uh, we would find joy in you in the midst of suffering. In your name we pray. Amen. Oh, man. All right. I hope that, uh, I hope Jermaine lets us come on again, Hank. I sure hope so. And will. Yeah, we'll me see. too. Great. And if you like this, if you want more of Reed and Hank, make sure that you let us know. And JB. Yeah. Uh, let's see it in the comments. Remember to like that. Like Will always says. Please, we're begging you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more of Reed and Hank, you got to let us know because they may not let us do this again. <laughs> JB, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. We'll see you next time.